Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation of Podcast One. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This year has been insane. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off and quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. First NFL completion, and it's to himself. It's big time and prime time. That's why Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Now it's Bowling with Favre. All right, here we go, Brett. Here it is, uh, show number 20. We've been at this almost five months now. Good to see you, my friend. Um, I'm here. You see the backdrop. This is a Matador Hotel somewhere in South Miami Beach. Matador Restaurant in the additional hotel somewhere in South South Beach, Miami. Uh, just took over a, a hotel and I almost got thrown out a minute ago. But I see you're in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Looks like a nicer day down there in the last couple of weeks we've been doing this. I'll tell you what. We- you know, when you and I have talked about it with, in regards to weather, we were spoiled here in Mississippi up until about three weeks ago. And what I mean by that was uh, we had a decent, uh, actually a great winter if you like winter. If you like, a, you know, a, 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 an on average, not like one cold weekend and that's it. We had consistent, no, I wouldn't say cold weather for here. Uh, definitely not compared to other places, but low humidity, 50s, um, and even the last few weekends, uh, up until about three weeks ago, it was like a cold front would come through. The high would be 85, 86, but it would be low humidity, like 30%. You know, in Mississippi, and you live in South Carolina now, and where you are presently, humidity is just, I mean, you wear it like you do clothes. Um, yeah. Can I tell you, it's it, it's probably sixty percent humidity here in, in in Miami and on the beach, and it's an upgrade. I love it because I I've never seen humidity like Charleston, South Carolina, with ninety yeah ninety percent humidity. Well, Mississippi's a lot the same. Um, very similar weather. I would say Hattiesburg is probably hotter on average. Because you don't have a coastal breeze, whether it be a hot coastal breeze or at least at lower. Because I grew up on the Gulf Coast, an hour south where I am now, and if it's eighty nine there, it's ninety eight in Hattiesburg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and humidity. No, it's back. I mean, so it's miserable. There's a massive heat wave. Southwest is going to get smacked with like I saw, you know, some places in Vegas and in, in Nevada. 115, 118 degrees on the way. It's a that's rough. But I'll tell you, I would trade 115 in Vegas for 90, yeah. 90 degrees. Yeah, 90, 90, 90, 90 temperature, 90 humidity. Yeah, I, I agree. Trade that. Um, I'm not saying that that's much more comfortable, but the humidity and and everybody I, I've ever talked to uh, when they talk about comparisons, you know, in regards to out west to the south and all that stuff. Everybody says, you know, 100 is hot. And I agree. It it certainly is hot. I mean, if you walk barefoot down the the road, whether it's a humid hot or a non-humid hot, you're going to burn your feet. 
but there's something about um, like yesterday. I bet I went through three sets of clothes. Now it's shorts and t-shirts, but uh, you know, I, for lunch I can't come in the house unless I change clothes. Great t-shirt. It's a great t-shirt. Great t-shirt. Usually a white this time of year, but I'm going with gray today. That's right. It's after I'm very predictable. After Memorial Day, you can wear a white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, a black t-shirt this time of year, you're just yeah, asking for trouble. Yeah, asking for trouble. That reminds me, if you got a dog and, it, and it's 85, 90, 95, 100, 115, just put some. Make, be aware that your dog is walking on hot asphalt or hot concrete. Just be careful with your dogs. Um, can we rem- remind everyone to, to rate the show? Make sure you, you go to iTunes and, and rate and throw up a review. We still have a, uh, a box set from Luke Bryant. Uh, album set. He's uh, he signed it, and we're still waiting to give away the winner. Uh, give that to the winner. Whoever rates it, will give us a full rating. Um, I saw yeah. where Luke. Speaking of Luke, he hosted. Uh, uh, I think it was the CMAs a week, maybe a week and a half ago. Did he mention us? No, <laughs> we left. A, obviously, a very popular impression. With him. Yeah, he was huge. Much us. He was a great. He was a lot of fun. He's a good yeah. friend. He, I tell you, he, I, I was, and Darius. All these guys are friends of mine, but I've probably known Darius the longest. Yeah, um, we go, we go back twenty years, uh, maybe longer, and um, all those guys were were awesome guests. Uh, but Darius, I think, was the only one that sang for us, and he, it sounded like he was right off a of crack rear view. If you know. Yeah, it was he, awesome. He, I saw he did a uh, he did a, a, a pop up little concert. I guess he did a set on the beach. I think it was last week on the beach in South Carolina. That's that's the kind of guy. Is yeah. Last minute announced it, and he, you got about you know a couple hundred people on the beach to, just to have some fun with him. He's, he's an awesome guy. Awesome yeah. guy. So, um, can we, every week, Aaron Rodgers. Now he's officially a holdout. He's supposed to uh, mandatory minicamp. He, he didn't show up. Any thoughts? I mean, you're the guy who would. I don't. I, I mean, I mean, okay. no one should be surprised. Um, yeah. You know, if, if there was those out there, the fan, I'm sure there was some holding out hope uh, that he would show up for this. But in the in the big picture, I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I'll say this. It's mandatory minicamp. He missed it. They're probably not going to find him per se. Uh, it, it's not the first time someone's missed a minicamp or an OTA or a, a, a mandatory uh, participa- participation, uh, whatever that may be. But, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised. Uh, now, come – and I'm not even saying the start of training camp, you shouldn't be surprised if he doesn't show um, again, I wouldn't put a whole lot into that. I just I, I wouldn't want you to get your hopes up. Um, but come a week, indicate Brett. Is it in, what? What does that tell you? You know, from your standpoint, player standpoint, if you if you don't show up on a mandatory minicamp, you know, I, I think the question really comes down to um, can the issue or issues be fixed between Aaron and we assume Brian Gutenhurst, the, the GM. Can can those be resolved? Is it an issue or is it issues? 
And can that be resolved? Or is it deeper than that? Is it is the issues not only with the, the GM, but maybe other uh, uh, management personnel? There's so much speculation on what is at the center of this. You know, is it personnel? Is it dra- who, who they drafted? Is it the, is it the, you know, the playbook? What do you think it is? What what is the? I, I, well, I certainly don't think it's a playbook because uh, Aaron is uh, he's always prolific, but the last couple of years he just any won MVP last year. I mean, my goodness, yeah. I mean, how can you complain about the playbook? But I, I think it's more in regards to personnel, and and this is just my gut. I think it's in regards to keeping or retaining players presently. That or that were presently on the roster, meaning, yeah, you know, at the end of this past season, um, hoping that I mean he had a prolific year with with what some would say was a uh, other than Devonte Adams mediocre cast. This drives me crazy, as you point out, an MVP year. He's probably one play away from another Super Bowl appearance. It's not the playbook. And he's going to hold out and create all this this media, you know, I don't know, chum in the water. These these, these everyone's got to be for because of the draft selection. How about just shut up and throw the freaking football and maybe win another Super Bowl next year? No, I don't, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's based on on draft selection uh, necessarily. Certainly not Jordan Love. That I, I know that that you know the drafting of Jordan Love. It wasn't the icing on the cake. I mean, he has nothing against him. It's more of, I think the issue now is more keep the players that, that I think can help us win and that not only does, does Aaron like, but that he has a good rapport with. And uh, and maybe bring back a guy like Randall Cobb. That and I know – and I, I know it's a sensitive for you because it's Green Bay and it's Aaron and it's, you know, it's your history. But as a, as a, just a true football fan, as you know, I'm a massive football fan. I'm, I probably speak for millions of people who aren't in Green Bay or aren't Green Bay fans. That just seems like pettiness. I mean, just such petty crap, such small ball when, when they are literally a play a couple of yards away from another Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I had them as the, the representative uh, for yeah. the NFC, yeah. certainly. Yeah. When it came down to championship time, and Tampa Bay had to go up there and beat them, um, I, I thought for sure this you was- have to. You have to even if 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 Aaron Rodgers shows up in minicamp and shows up at, at, at training camp, you got to put them in the in the in the top one or two for the NFC Championship this year anyway. No matter what they drafted and didn't draft or however. I no, mean, I, I I agree with the cast that they have. Uh, you got to assume that Aaron will be Aaron. Um, I don't know who they lost uh, offensively, uh, who who was let go that was not uh, was was not a de- dependable player, and and uh, you know they may have lost a lineman or a, a backup guy or a role player, but I don't. I mean, they Two still got their nuts and bolts to it. At what, I, at what point do do does the coaching staff say, well, if he's not here now and he's not. Yeah, well, it doesn't show up in training. I mean, you you start looking at that love as your your starting quarterback. Start oh, well, I think right now, I think, what, what I, do you do? I, 
Certainly right now is not the time to hit the panic button. If anything, this has been uh, or is going to be from from the day the minicamp started until the, the, the day either Aaron Rodgers shows up or they move on without him is going to be valuable time for Jordan Love and the other quarterbacks because it's giving them reps that they otherwise wouldn't get. Yeah. And so if Aaron was were there today for a minicamp or an OTA practice, uh, he wouldn't take all the snaps, but he would take a majority of them. And but so – you change the, the the scheme. I mean, because it's different. You know, you got a different quarterback then if it's if it's. Well, I, I can't answer that because I don't know Jordan Love. I don't know. I, you know, I think what's interesting in this, in regards to Jordan Love, is that I don't think he dressed for a game at all this past year, which is to, which to me is a little perplexing because um, usually a guy drafted in Jordan Love's position for other teams. And Aaron is is the perfect example. He got some playing time and dressed in all the games uh, when he was drafted, you know, the following year. So why they wouldn't get his feet wet, knowing that, hey, you're probably not going to play anytime soon other than we'll throw you in, maybe even just a kneel on it. I mean, that sounds so uh, minuscule, but for a guy like Jordan Love, uh, it's valuable time, huddle time. Mm-hmm. You know, run out onto the field, people cheer, you're the next, you know, uh, we assume the next great quarterback to, in Green Bay. So you kind of get your feet wet but without throwing him to the fire. But they didn't yeah. do that. So yeah. I don't know the reasons for that. Uh, it's, 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 you know, uh, it's not, none of my business why or uh, why they wouldn't do that. But I think it's a little peculiar, perplexing that they didn't do that. So right now, for Jordan Love and for the offense, assuming Aaron doesn't come back, this is such valuable time, and it'll be this is this is a, a time that the head coach now it's Matt Lafleur in this case, but any head coach in this situation will really do his due diligence. Where you know if Aaron were there, Lafleur could laugh and they could have jokes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it's serious, but it's not that serious. We got you know we got our guy. Now you, you're really kind of studying what Jordan does best, yeah. what he does similar to Aaron, how that relates to how I call the game uh, in the future. Do I do uh, certain formations and plays that Aaron ran well because it, Jordan seems to run these well, or is he a totally different quarterback? That's a question that they got to answer and answer very quickly. So they're, the net, I think that you hit the panic button when training camp starts. And and Aaron's not there yeah. um, because I think they added another game to the season. Um, yeah, I remember we were talking about that. They were they were talking. Rob, do you do you know that they added that seventeenth game? I think they did. I believe not, they did starting this season. Yeah, but they still get the bye week. It didn't change the bye week situation. Right? Correct. Yeah, so it shortens the preseason. My my guess would be bye game. Yeah, I think it's which, three games. Which, Correct. Which which for if Aaron were there, no big deal. Right. The shorter the better. Let's get it on. Right. Or for any veteran quarterback, for Jordan Love, you you know more the more practice or simulated game uh, uh, actions, the better. Men's health doesn't get much attention, and that's partly our fault, guys. We don't like going to the doctor, and we definitely 
don't like talking about sensitive issues, but here's the thing. A lot of men's health issues have really simple solutions. RexMD.com is here for that. RexMD, R-E-X-M-D.com makes getting prescription ED medications easy, all done online and from the comfort of your home, then delivered. No office visits, no talking to a receptionist, thank you. Super simple. And right now, sample packs of ED medications are available for listeners of Bowling with Farb. Here's how it works. You fill out a quick medical questionnaire on their website, and a doctor reviews your situation and prescribes you the right ED medication you need specifically. If appropriate, then your medication is shipped right to your door with free two-day shipping. Half of all men experience ED after the age of 40. That's that may sound scary, but it's a fact. So let RexMD help. Men are getting better performance quickly and conveniently with RexMD. It really is a game changer. Those sample pack prescriptions I mentioned are available at RexMD.com slash Farb, F-A-V-R-E. So go to Rex, R-E-X-M-D.com slash Farb to get started with RexMD, RexMD.com slash Farb, F-A-V-R-E. That brings me to the other, I don't know, I think the second most interesting story in the NFL this year so far, at least up to this point, oops, up to this point is uh, um, Trevor Lawrence in in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, I, I read that uh, Tebow is having a little bit of a tough time, caught a pass, had a nice run from Trevor the other day, and they made a big deal out, out of that. A couple of sports writers who were watching say he's got a snowball's chance in, uh, in hell of making the 53-man roster. Um, your thoughts? And by the way, let me just throw this out there too. I didn't realize this, but the Jaguars drafted Travis Etienne too, so they got a couple young oh, stars from Clemson. That you know, they won one game last year. I'm 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 thinking that's going to be better. But again, you point something out: only three preseason games instead of four this year. That'll that'll hurt someone like Trevor Lawrence getting into the system, right? Well, I don't think it would. I don't think it helps uh, for for a player like him. I think it helps veteran guys because a lot of times veteran guys, whatever position, especially like a, a you know an older lineman still in the prime of his career, but it, but uh, is trying to to protect him, his body from aches and pains or uh, unnecessary injuries. He's going to do a lot more sitting or less physical activity. So the more that he can play in a real game, the better. Uh, you'd hate to – and it happens all the time. First day of camp, guy goes down, blows a knee out. You know, yeah. in, in, in like dummy drills or something where he's just jumping over. Uh, it happens. But you'd rather your guy get hurt in a, in a real game. So, you know – uh, that being said, I think Jacksonville primarily is a young uh, team. I mean, they'll have some older veterans. Uh, but I, I do think Jacksonville in general will be a much better team. And I, I'm not saying that just because of Trevor Lawrence. I just think that when you when you win one game, you got nowhere to go but up. But, they, but they got, they've assembled a, a good, talented core group of young players. Um, and I think they're going to be yeah. good. And they didn't lose by a lot uh, on average in their games this past year. <laughs> so that's I mean, a, I that's take that for what it's worth. That's that's what they know. said on the golf on the golf course all off season. You know, we lost 
15 to 16, but we didn't lose by a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, a loss is a loss. I know that. <laughs> Thank you. But um, losing 24-21 is a lot better than losing 45-3. to I guess so. There's reason so. For, for optimism with the first. <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> um, I did see, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, uh, someone asked me if I'd read where Le'Veon Bell threw uh, Andy Reid under the bus and said that he'd never play for Andy again. I don't know Le'Veon Bell. He may be a great guy. Um, but if But if you can't enjoy playing for a guy like Andy Reid, uh, that's the first time I've ever heard a negative comment in regards to, to Andy Reid. Yeah. Um, you know, so something happened in Pittsburgh with, with Le'Veon. Um, yeah, I, I'm not saying something happened with the Jets uh, with Le'Veon, but he, you know, he was at Pittsburgh a, a fairly long time, was pretty prolific, was great, and has really yeah. kind of hit the, a downward spiral ever since. Did you see those comments? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't, and, and I'm I'm surprised too. Andy Reid's like, you know, he's got hero status around the NFL. Guy's just a phenomenal coach, as I as I would see from the uh, from the spectator seat, maybe not from the inside. No, he's, he's kind of locked He's a great him. coach, and he's a great guy. And he seems to get along, Mahomes. He seems to get along real well with Mahomes, and everyone seems to be happy. And there's always people who, who are who are complaining. They 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 like to bitch and they like to moan and. Sometimes because our performance is going down, they need to look for something to, to create a shiny object over there. It's not his fault. It's coach's fault. Yeah, it's too bad because Le'Veon is an exciting player or has been an exciting player in the past. So maybe he can get, get it sorted out. Yeah, his Instagram comment, by the way, was, Andy, I'll uh, never play for Andy Reid again. I'd retire first. Yeah. May, may help him out. <laughs> I mean – you think sure. he still can be well, certainly not maybe not as productive as his Pittsburgh years, but I guess there are teams that can still upgrade with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm assuming that part of part of the issue is he wanted more playing time or feels like he's a a full time player. I, I don't I don't uh, disagree with him. Again, I don't know him. I don't know maybe his pass catching ability or his route running. Maybe his his catching ability is great. But his pass, his route running is is questionable. So, um, it, you know, you, to be a, a full time player, you got to you got to do everything pretty doggone good. You don't have to be the greatest runner. You don't have to be the greatest receiver. You don't have to be the greatest blocker. But you got to be good at all of them to at be all a full time player. Right, 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 right. right. It's different. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. You got to be good at all of them. I mean. No, I, I was fortunate in my uh, my days in Green Bay. I played with. I never played with a full time running back per se. Um, I had Dorsey Levens and Edgar Bennett uh, at the same time, and I'm gonna tell you, those two were dynamite. They were one two punch. Dorsey was a. Both of them were great pass receivers. Probably better pass uh, pass catchers, route runners. Both of them were great route runners. Um, and both of them were really, really good runners. We just didn't rely on the run game. They were more – both were kind of a mix of Roger Craig, if, yeah. if you know, for the older generation. 
could get you 100 yards a game if that was what the offense was kind of built around and would get one every so often, but would would have 75 yards receiving and just just break your back with a screen or a, yeah, yeah. Know, a little option route. And they got to be able to pass block too. <laughs> Boy, those safeties coming well, out. They yeah. could hold them. They could hold them out back. long enough. Uh, yeah. which was which was perfect. Amon Green was a great runner. Great runner was you know definitely a thousand yard back year in and year out. Got better as a pass receiver. Was a stellar blocker. I mean, he was a physical guy. And to me, a lot of times, big physical guys are, are, are you know, strong runners are, are, are okay in pass receiving. Um, but Amon got better. But but Dorsey and, and we couldn't have asked for a better one-two punch with Dorsey and, and Edgar. Some of the other stuff outside anything else in, in, in the NFL world that you, you're hearing you, you want to talk about and any, any inside info you can deliver us? No one gives me any inside info. I'm <laughs> I'm out on the fringes like uh, the common folk, which is yeah, fine. Like I, us, like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, but I, I would I would say going back to the Aaron situation, and I have not talked to Aaron. Um, I think uh, you you push the panic button somewhere in the first week of training camp. I mean, you'll get a pretty good idea. I, I think most people have an idea. They may not want to accept it, that he's not coming back. I, I just – I think the longer it goes – and I'm not saying they're talking. I'm not saying that they're making any progress. I, I, I don't know. But I think the longer it goes without him showing up, the more likely he doesn't play there. Yeah, and then he and – he- he runs off, meets a meets a Hollywood actress, Shailene Woodley. I think they got married. They bought a house. Maybe yeah. he's just having some fun right now. Did Jeopardy? Uh, I just wish he played football. That's just me. Um, well, I mean, the NFC's got to be, you know, smiling pretty uh, yeah. with him. You know, with him not playing or potentially not playing. That that Your buddy Brady's probably thrilled about it so far. Yeah, I mean, I would say between Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers, it's, it'd be a shootout. See who, you know, who def, who defends the NFC this year. And I mean, you, the favorite obviously would be Tom Brady and the Buccaneers because they got everyone back, even with Aaron. But it certainly ups their chances considerably without Aaron. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And if you're not big on pills, Blue Chew's Sidenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable and made in the USA. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special deal for our listeners. 
Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BOWLING at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code BOWLING, B-O-L-L-I-N-G, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Right, would you pay $28 million to go into space with Jeff Bezos for, I think, 15 minutes? I think that no. was, that was, a, that was a, the top bid. That, that there, was two, there was three seats, so with Bezos... This is his first, you know, rocket into into. You're only going into outer space and looking down at at the Earth. You're not actually spending much time. Fifteen minute flight. Uh, he took his brother as the second seat. And there was a third seat that they auctioned off. Hey, hey Rob, I, was it for charity or they just auctioned it off? I don't. I believe they just auctioned it off, and the guy paid twenty eight million dollars for it. Eleven minute flights. It's eleven minute twenty eight million dollars for an eleven minute flight to, to fly with Bezos. So the eleven minute flight, I mean, it's uh, that's takeoff and landing. Or three, that's it. Eleven minutes in space. There's three minutes of weightlessness, I understand, without a mask. So you can without having to have air so oxygen. So you can fly around for three minutes weightless. But that's the whole thing. Can you imagine that's people with way too much money. Well, why, you know, why don't someone and I, I throw Disney out because this is this is in their wheelhouse. Why don't they have a ride, a weightlessness ride that you can do for a day pass? Twenty eight million, only twenty eight million. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, there's got to be simulations out there that they could. You know, I'm sure NASA's got the latest and greatest and uh, space simulation. What it's like. You know, in a spacesuit, working they on have that. That one, they have that one thing where you, where you lay over this huge fan and it blows air up and you're floating on, on you know, kind of weightlessness, I guess. You're not I mean, you could probably do that for $15. Hey, President Biden is meeting with Vladimir Putin. Now, this is quite a bit different from Trump's relationship with Putin. It seemed like Trump was, was pretty close to Putin. Um, Biden's not so close, and and there are a lot of things they need to discuss. Your thoughts on any thoughts on that? You want to play around that a little bit? Um, you know, I don't know what to make of it. You know, I I, I think uh, I think having a good relationship with the powers that be, um, a guarded good relationship, um, is 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 a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you don't have to play checkers together or, you know, drink vodka together. Uh, um, but please don't, please don't have Biden drink any vodka. He's barely here as it is. Imagine him doing, doing some shots of vodka, vodka. Yeah, that may be, that may be over the top. That might, but, uh, but he is our president and, you know he's he's representing us, and you know Russia is a is a. I I don't even want to say a threat. I you know even though they may be to what extent, it always remains to be seen. Whether it be election, uh, war, bombing, 
other countries. Um, so having a, you know, a, a, or trying to have a relationship with these guys, I think is very important. It's a different relationship. You know, Trump used to get along with, with some of these. I agree. We don't have to like them. We just keep an eye on them. And by the way, less inclined to test rockets and do bullshit right. when, when they know Trump was coming and, and shaking and, and like looking at their eyes and like, Hey, cut the shit. You know, we're not, we're not going to play. I don't know. I, well, correct, me. correct me if I'm wrong or if you have a different perspective, but I think a guy like Vladimir Putin is a alpha male, um, is sizing everybody up when he talks with them. And, um, you know, I got them. I get the impression that, you know, he's like looking for signs of weakness and how he can penetrate through the most powerful man in the, in the world, um, looking for cracks and weaknesses. And, um, how, how can I infiltrate this country and better, you know, my power, um, because Putin, I mean, he, he's, he's a very powerful person and he's not afraid to, to exploit that. Um, yeah, he was a former KGB uh, officer who's, who's a absolutely an, a, a alpha male, as you point out. But think about what's happened in, in the last few months. Uh, both of those big ransomware hacks, attacks on, on the U.S. pipeline, the Colonial Pipeline, and then the, the biggest meat producer in America, shutting, shutting them down. Both of them came from Russia. So, to, it, it, you know, they're, they're testing. There's no doubt. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's, you're right. I think that's what they're doing. Cause you go, okay. All right. You hack into, uh, you know, our oil and gas, one of our pipelines and, uh, you know, uh, electronically you, you throw a wrench into everything uh, or the, the meat industry. And you go, why even worry about that? I, I think it's always, a test. Yeah. See how we act. You know, see what the see bigger if, motive in mind. See if Biden, fight, you know, punches back a little bit in that meeting, uh, or if they, if he comes in, you know, a week. You know, it just drove me crazy. Uh, there was a, there's the 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 tape, some of the video from the G7 meeting, the the, the, the and the uh, and the and the, and the NATO groups and NATO, North America Treaty Organization. You know, we're we're a group that's protecting each other against countries like Russia and China and North Korea. I remember, Trump, I hate to keep doing this, but when Trump was there, the few times he was there, he, it, there would be groups of, of world leaders, of European leaders surrounding Trump. And he'd be talking, he'd be holding court. Now it's like they walk off stage and Biden's at the back and no one's, no one, you know, no one even knows he's there. He's chatting with someone at the back. And at one point, um, what's again, Boris Johnson from 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 the United Kingdom says, I like this. This is good. You know, of course they like this because now it's not America first. They don't have to be worried about it. They're just like, ah, America is just one of us now. And then Boris Johnson says, after the pandemic, I'm, I'm not quoting this exactly, but I'll, I'll paraphrase. After the pandemic, we need to rebuild the world in a more feminine way. And I was just like, whoa. Okay, uh, how about a more equal way? How about a, how about a strong way? How about yeah. we, we bounce back and become stronger 
Um, I'm not sure what that means in a more feminine way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that means either. But uh, does that mean become softer? Um, I'm not saying we war is good. I'm not saying we we need to go to war or always threat with war. Um, but you know, we we don't get picked on a lot, uh, and I, I think we've the majority of our country has gotten very complacent. Um, and complacency is good for, you know, the lying in wait other countries that, uh, are, again, are looking for signs of weakness. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, my friend, anything else before we, we, we hit it and quit it? Uh, we have Winona Judd, by the way, coming up in two weeks. That, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've never met Winona. Um, I've been a, uh, a fan of hers. Um, she can, she can freaking belt them out now. She's got a voice like, like no other. Uh, yeah, no kidding. See, again, I, I'm, I, I don't know these country stars that you know, and these are this all new experience for me. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. Um, she's, she's got some songs, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she can sing cover songs and, you know, and knock your socks off. And, as well as wrong, but uh, you know, I mean, they started out the Judds. Um, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, their mom was involved in that, but uh, but she can belt it out. All right, well, brother, great, another great week. Good talking to you again, Winona Judd in, in on six twenty nine. Uh, looking forward to that. Yep. Don't forget, rate us. Go to iTunes, rate us, review us. We got that box set of Luke Bryan signed box album set. Um, ready for you. Coming real, it's the next episode. What about Brett Favre? Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music gaming exotic cars tech strippers probably doctors probably probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor you never know my wife is a certified bartender she'll make you a drink while you're here we'll get you drunk and make you play vr after it's a lot going on but that's what it's all about over here at t-pain's nappy boy radio podcast see you soon baby